0: My name is Jerry Hancock from Men in Balance and meninbalance.org. And we uh, focus our energy on helping men in their spiritual development. And we have a number of topics that we usually talk about in these sessions that are related to men and spiritual development. And so we'll be going over some of those in these uh, discussions. The first one that we're going to talk about today is sex and intimacy. And that raises some questions immediately when men talk about sex and intimacy. Um, and The first one I'd like to pose for you is to think about why do men and women see sex so differently? What is it that both of them need or get from the act of sex that uh, makes them see that topic so differently? And, and related yeah. to that, why do men say that they wanted more sex but not more conversation and of course, with women, it was just the opposite. So uh, let me just give you some survey results from a survey we have done, and it's on the web, so you can look at it in more detail if you want to. Men have said 28% of men say they do not enjoy talking to their spouse about the relationship. Uh, they say there are 26% say there are a number of issues that their partner and they can simply not discuss. Uh, 21% say they are difficult to communicate with at home. Uh, 58% of men say that most people would probably say I'm a private person and don't talk about personal issues. Um, 33% says that they wish their partner were more supportive. 52% say that they would like to be able to open up more with their partner. How about this? 53% do say they have a satisfying sex life with their partner, but that's not a very good number when you consider that 50% of marriages are ending in divorce. That means that half, uh, nearly half of people and maybe this figure is not even accurate, uh, are not uh, sexually happy in their marriage. So, why is that? 55% of men say they would like more conversation with their partner um, and Let's see, I would like more sex for my partner. Guess what the number is on that, 62%, and that's probably low. As we all know, most men would uh, answer that question, yes, whenever it was published. So so those are some um, thought starters to talk about this topic of marriage and how men and women may see it differently. Um, Certainly, men see sex as a way of communicating intimately with their partner. Uh, And women certainly may see that as well. But in a lot of cases, women may see that as something deeper than uh, men may be seeing it. Uh, And what I mean by that is that men uh, are not taught to develop their emotional self very well as they are being raised and uh, as they reach adulthood. So consequently, in many cases, the only way we as men are taught to appreciate intimacy is through sex and and yet if you think about what intimacy means to a woman it is quite different this may surprise you but a lot of women believe that intimacy means they can be close to you say something very personal and revealing to you and not worry that you would use that against them later that is so far removed from sex um that it may surprise us. And yet, the way that we see intimacy is very important in a marriage, obviously, and the fact that we have to come to some mutual understanding as to what intimacy means. There's an old saying that men will have a relationship in order to have sex, and that women will have sex in order to have a relationship, and that may sum up sort of how we see it. I do believe that what women are looking for in a lot of cases in a sexual relationship for men is for men to be vulnerable. And boy, that scares the pants off a lot of men, literally. Uh, What does it mean to be vulnerable? Well, as men, we are never exactly encouraged to be vulnerable. In fact, quite the opposite. We're taught to be uh, strong and uh, responsive and all those things and to be in charge and and, and all those male qualities that we admire we are not taught to be self uh, soft and self revealing and um, and you know willing to talk about issues of uh, personal nature um, so it we've been taught since the day we were little young boys to not be vulnerable, and now we have a partner who may want us to be vulnerable in order to feel sexually open with us. And the advice I would give here, if there is any, is to say to men, allowing yourself to be vulnerable with the person who loves you most deeply in the world uh, is not a bad thing. It is not something negative that is going to haunt you the rest of your life. It, in fact can allow you to be close to each other, to talk about your fears and your concerns and the the, uh, things in your life that are not going well, the the worries that you may have about uh, job or or finances or whatever. Um, Yes, it is true that some women get upset when you start talking about uh, concerns about finances, for example, but the fact is we need to strengthen each other and be willing to talk about those topics in order to have intimacy, true intimacy, in a marriage. Now, having said all that, I will just also say that the role of communication is critically important in an intimate relationship. And we have to both be comfortable with the level of communication and what it means and how it uh, how it plays out in our individual lives. But, If you've been told that your marriage is suffering from a lack of communication um, and your spouse may be saying we need counseling or whatever, take that to the bank because that's probably true. Um, In most cases, they are, as I said, better at communication than us, and we ought to let them sort of set the standard for that. And just one more thing. In terms of communication, I've I've never gotten in trouble for what I did not say. So if we can learn as men to do a lot more listening when there is an issue between our partners and ourselves, then maybe we can learn to be more um, empathetic to their situation and more willing to consider their feedback as not criticism but a chance to learn what that person actually needs. We talk about balance when we in all of these programs, and certainly balance is important here. Uh, balance between being open and intimate and vulnerable with your partner, and also being strong and reliable and trustworthy. So finding your individual spot in that gets to be really important. So think about in terms of intimacy. What is different for you and your spouse? How does she see that? versus how do you see that and are you willing to sit down and have a discussion with her and and talk openly about what that means to you and, and what it may mean to her well in one of the recent topic uh, sessions we had on marriage let me give you some feedback that came out of that uh, question was how can we make sure our expectations of our partner are realistic well Getting our needs for affection or respect or attention met in our marriage is sometimes a challenge, but we have to ask first where our needs, whether our needs are realistic. Um, uh, can one person meet all of our needs, or are they excessive? For example, there are men who have a sexual issues, sexual addiction. So we need to know who we are and what we should expect. The other thing I'd like to say about, uh, especially, is about sexual appetites and the differences between. Uh, you and your spouse, for example, rather than take the risk of going out for an affair or looking to satisfy your needs outside the marriage, work on finding a way to get to know each other better and what is driving the needs that we both bring to the marriage. Um, if if we need so much closeness f- that we smother our spouse, that's not a good thing. Uh, and, on the other hand, if um, if if she seems to be needing an amount of intimacy that's smothering us, that's not a good thing. So we need to talk about that and how we both came to our individual needs and if necessary, get some counseling to um, resolve that because we bring individual needs into a marriage and they definitely affect the level of intimacy that we can enjoy. Well, uh, the other thing that is important as far as intimacy is whether or not you have the same values. If you don't think her values are important or vice versa, You, it's going to be hard for you to be open and vulnerable in bed with each other. And so, again, some uh, discussion is in order for us to come to understand that. We, We don't have to apologize for the way we feel. We don't have to say, I'm sorry I feel this way. I'm sorry I need more sex or whatever it is. We just say, this is what I feel. And and there's no right or wrong to that and we need to allow our partners to say that and know that there's no right or wrong when they say it either. It's just a need. It's an emotion. It's a concern that we can uh, listen to and that we can open up to them and discuss it openly. So, if we're going to improve our marriage, we've got to be willing to risk that some of our ideas may get rejected. We may feel rejected, in fact, but we have to be willing to risk that in order to improve the communication and therefore improve the intimacy. I learned something else a long time ago I think is really important. If you don't remember anything else out of uh, this recording, listen to this. Assume positive intent. A-P-I. Assume positive intent. Regardless of what your spouse may say to you or how she may be treating you, um, think about what it means to assume that she means something good from that, that it's coming from a positive place and not from retribution or vindictiveness, that when she offers us feedback, for example, about how our tacky suit looks or something, she's really intending that feedback to make us a better person, not to damage our ego. And in fact, if our ego is so fragile that she can't talk to us about important things like that, she'll eventually shut down and no longer take the risk to talk to us about important matters. And so we, have, we are really the losers in that because we've now lost the chance to hear how she really feels about things. That's a huge loss. If our marriage becomes primarily concerned with logistics and day-to-day routine then we're not talking about the things that make marriage really powerful. We're not talking about our feelings and our concerns. Most of the time I have learned that when problems stay and get worse in a marriage, they're because one or both parties have lost the ability to talk about how they feel about the issue. So how does your faith interact with your marriage? Well, uh, whether you would consider yourself religious or not, you are spiritual and you have a spiritual side, and that spiritual side needs to be fed, whether it's fed at church or through your spouse or through uh, readings or meditation or whatever else it will be fed it will not uh, that need will not go away so it's probably worth some time to schedule um, a meeting with your minister or with a counselor or with someone to just talk about this faith issue and your uh, spiritual side and whether or not your spiritual side is being addressed in your marriage. Uh, Some of that work you'll need to do on your own. You'll need to find out uh, what books or or tapes or whatever are available for that and maybe uh, look into some of that. And there's some other resources on our website that may be helpful uh, in that regard as well. But the important thing is, you are a spiritual being, and that spiritual side must be addressed in your marriage. If you feel like you are neglecting that, it's not your wife's fault, it's your fault, and so when you don't take care of yourself in that regard, the, the consequences of that are going to be serious and long-lasting. They can, in fact, lead to divorce. They can cause you to feel like there's something Uh, lost in the marriage that's irretrievable and that you're never going to have again. Well, time's about up, but I just want to leave you with a couple of questions. I've heard men say, I can't talk to my wife because if I really told her how I felt, she wouldn't be able to handle it. Well, I would say, trust her. Give her a chance to make that decision for herself. Um, and And in fact, what you should be doing, I would say, is talking to her as openly and honestly as your mind will allow you to do and then help her through the understanding of the consequences of that, as good or bad as they may be. The final thing I would say is find time to be with your wife in an intimate setting that is allows you to be close and vulnerable as you talk to her about the Concerns and fears and worries that you have in your life, believe me, it will go a long way toward making her feel closer to you and therefore more adamant. Well, that's all the time we got for this session, but um, you might want to check out some of the others that are on there. And of course, if you need us, the cell phone, uh, the phone, office phone number is on the website. Give us a call; we're glad to talk to you. I'm Jerry Hancock from Men in Balance and MenInBalance.org. Thanks for listening.